Good evening, welcome to tonight's podcast. I'm joined by Tracy Carter. Tracy, how are you? I'm wonderful, thank you, Simon. Lovely to uh, be with you this evening. Good, good. And tell us all about your business and uh, what you get up to. Okay, wonderful. I'm here to have a chat with you tonight about secure inheritance legal services. Um, what we what we actually do is really help people to understand if they don't have a will, or, or in fact a right will, then their loved ones may only inherit part of everything they've worked so hard for, um, and, and they're running that risk of the rest possibly going to unintended others. So we work really closely to ensure that as many clients as possible have the right will in place. Brilliant. And uh, how did you get involved with what you're doing? This uh, is quite a sad story, actually. Uh, my mum was very, very ill in hospital in 2018. Um, and actually, she didn't have a lasting power of attorney in place. We talked and talked about it, but never actually got it in place. Um, and while mum was in hospital, uh, she wasn't doing her best and the hospital actually was saying that they was going to be potentially put in her into care um, which obviously was something that we didn't want to happen me and my sister um, so we we actually found out that it wasn't in our control because mum didn't have a lasting power of attorney in place uh, but the happy ending is mum is doing really well now and back home and I vowed I never wanted people to feel like I did that day so got involved with secure inheritance done all of my training so now I can advise people on their wills and also help them get lasting power of attorneys set up in place to avoid what we went through. Now most people would have heard of a will but yep. talk to us about a lasting power of attorney because I tell you what, there's, there's many people out there who don't think actually understand it and, and, and get it. Is, is there some words of wisdom or can you tell us a little bit more about what it's all about? Sure, sure. There are two main types of lasting power of attorneys. You have the health and welfare and then you also have the financial and property one. Essentially, the way I describe a lasting power of attorney is it's actually an insurance policy for yourself. So people insure their house and insure their car, but they're not insuring themselves. Um, and by putting a lasting power of attorney in place, if you ever lose your mental capacity to make decisions, be it about your health and welfare or about financial decisions, that power of attorney gives the power to someone that you trust and that you choose to make those decisions for you. So it's really, really powerful. Okay, so if you don't have one in place, who, who kind of makes those decisions for you? Is it, is it still family or is it the authority no. step in? Or? No, 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 not, not necessarily at all. Um, I mean, if a couple have a joint bank account and one person loses uh, the, the mental capacity to make decisions for themselves, people assume that that partner can still legally make those decisions for them. But actually, that, that's actually false. But 73% of people think that that's true. Um, and, and it's scary. But actually, in fact, these decisions, until you've given someone that power, then actually, no, it's not the case. Um, then government, courts, things like that will make the decisions for, for you instead. So it's really powerful. There is also a business power of attorney as well. So again, if um, 
not so suitable for maybe a sole trader because that one person is is the business but if you run a, a slightly larger business then actually if you, you lose your mental capacity it hands that over so the business can still continue and other people can can remain in work there's no problems on bank accounts and decisions and things so power of attorneys are very powerful um but but they only kick in as and when you choose and need them to do so. So it has no negative bearing by having one in place. They're, they're a very powerful tool. And talk to us about the wills. Um, obviously, I'm, I'm assuming at the moment with what's going on with coronavirus and the outbreak, you've seen a lot of people beginning to, to make wills. We, we are always very, very busy uh, as a company, Secure Inheritance. We, we work very closely with people. We see them in their own home in, in normal circumstances. And, and we take all the time that people need. Uh, so we're always very busy. Um, but absolutely, I think at the minute, I think all of us are just slightly more aware of, of sort of our mortality and, and the, the risks out there of what's going on. So yeah, I think, I think there is certainly more sort of general inquiries coming through from people just wanting to learn and understand a little bit more it's a big decision to make um, but I, I would always say to everybody you know act don't don't procrastinate Let, let's get things sorted and in place for you because none of us have a crystal ball absolutely and and what, what would you say to any young people the younger generation that haven't, haven't actually thought about a will yet is, is there a, a decent sort of time in life where people should start and think about wills yeah, really when when significant events happen in your life, that's that's when you need to be make, thinking about making a will. A really key one is when you have a baby. So you could probably have godparents in place and, and sort of have a Christian and have the godparents, but actually that's not legally binding. Your will is the only legal document where you can nominate the guardians for your children. So anyone that hasn't got a will that has children under 18, you know, that that in itself is a reason alone to, to get a will done. So you can nominate the person who you want to look after your children in the event something happens. Um, again, if you don't put that in place, then the courts will make the decision who that person will be it may not be who you would have nominated to be. So absolutely, that's that's a really, really key uh, reason to, to get a will. Um, other young people, be it, you know, whether you're, you're buying your first house, that's a really, really crucial time. Uh, any change in your financial circumstances, that again, that's a really good time. Um, even if you've made one, if uh, one of your executors, for example, who you placed in your will, if, if they die, go back and review your will. Make sure you're, you're reviewing the document. It's not something that you only do once and leave forever. It may well be something that you need to revisit. And we'd recommend that, that clients do do that when anything significant happens in their life. And going back to uh, where we are today with with COVID nineteen, how has it affected you as a business? Has it have you been okay, or have you found it to hit you as well as a challenge? It it has been challenging because some people like to speak uh, in person, obviously. Um, so we can't actually do those appointments, and particularly if people are older, um, who obviously are on that sort of more vulnerable list, we we certainly wouldn't want to put those into a position and um, go go into their home or anything. But to be honest, people are really embracing Zoom uh, and all the technology out there. So 
we've been able to do the appointments over the phone. Uh, we, we can sort of work and advise and, and help them in regards to the um, signing and witnessing. Um, and most people are really satisfied and happy doing those appointments. And again, it's at the pace the client needs. So they don't have to feel rushed just because we're on the phone or Zoom. And actually, I think some people are starting to prefer it as well. They feel more comfortable sometimes, possibly. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's a learning and a change for us all, isn't it? Yeah, it's certainly been interesting because I'm, I'm so used to face-to-face -face networking and, and being around people and all of a sudden you're seeing people and it's a bit like Celebrity Squares, I think it is. Always the, what, yeah. what, what's, the, what's the TV show where they're all in the little boxes and they've got to answer the questions and things like that? When you, when you look at the Zoom screen, you've got everyone all over there and you're trying to network with people. It's, absolutely. it's been fun and games, it certainly has. Yeah, well, absolutely. Brilliant. Tracy, tell us how can people get in contact with you if they uh, want to contact you regarding um, power of attorney or, uh, or a will? Uh, absolutely. People can contact me via telephone, which is my mobile number 077 Also on email, tracy.carter at secureinheritance.co.uk. Also on Facebook, which is Secure Inheritance Services Spalding. Uh, and also Tracy Carter on LinkedIn and Tracy Holbeach on Twitter. So most places you can find me. <laughs> well, thank you for joining me uh, this evening, Tracy, and uh, look forward to catching up with you soon. Been a pleasure. Thanks, Simon. Have a great bank rest of the bank holiday. <laughs>